So that's how we are creating the client relationships. So the big question is, what are the top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? If you ever thought about this, you're not alone. No one has been able to get the answers until now. We spent the last few years helping agents sell billions in real estate, rubbing shoulders with top producers, which got us thinking, how can we expose more people to these insights to help raise the standard in the whole real estate industry? We then realized that we could help bridge the gap by getting secrets from the best of the best so that you can succeed. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Topic two, which is... This is an amazing one because this is something that me and Peter focus a ton of time on because this is probably the single biggest thing that helps with the referrals, right? It's yeah. really good client relationships and treating them basically like kings and queens, right? It's like having an amazing experience. So let's tell us what you mean, client relationships. Pete, do you want to say I, something? I was just going to say, so why don't we dive in and tell us? <laughs> literally, Andrew took it right, right out of my oh, words, I'm but so I also want to know. We'll, we'll let you do number three. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. I want to know how you're strengthening your client relationships because a lot of people, I think, kind of get this wrong. When we think client relationships, they're thinking very surface level mm-hmm. and you don't do 50 or 60 deals a year by being surface level. And Starbucks I'm, I'm, sorry? Starbucks gift card, mate. $10 Starbucks gift card. You've nailed the client relationship. Oh <laughs> you probably no, probably a quarter of the way there, right? You, oh, you ethically God. bribe them in some shape, way, or form. But like, I'm in the business for a very short amount of time, and I am finding myself. How do I, with the handful of people that have trusted me so far, <laughs> how do I not be like overbearing? Hey, what's up? How are you? To what can I do to service you? You know, just, just checking in. And when is, I, I'm finding myself that after the transaction ends, there's different touch points, but I don't know if that's not enough or if it is enough, should I be doing anything else? And I think that's where your secret sauce pretty much lies and you somehow cracked the code on this. Well, you know, I, it's, um, I think the one thing that I do pride myself on and is the biggest thing growing my team is that the smile that you see that that I've given you today is what my folks are seeing okay they're they're not seeing what goes on behind the scenes okay i call that in my team meetings our four walls right you can bitch and complain when we're within our four walls but the face that goes out there the text that goes out there, the email tone of voice that goes out there needs to be this, this smile, because that's, what, that's, it is. And, and in this poker face, this is like all smiles, happy, like I'm here for you. Okay. Because one thing that you said um, was that even though I've not sold another million dollar house, every house that I sell is a million dollar home to somebody. Because whether you can afford a million dollars right now, or if you're at your first level home, you're getting the same exact experience from us, hands down. And if that, if you cannot do that, you cannot be on my team. If you cannot take every single lead that I hand to you, 
Okay. And I'm giving all my girls their leads right now. I have a team of women right now. <laughs> I'm looking to add a guy, but that just hasn't happened. So, um, and I have that particular like one in mind. Well, there's there's um, nothing wrong with that. Give yourself some credit. You guys are a bunch of lady bosses. Oh, that no. are and we're all really good at baking and-, and, and we've got all the, we've got all the women things like down to a T. Like I assure you all our lenders who've got our really pretty cookie boxes. We're very happy about that. And our attorneys who've got our wreaths. So there it is. There's a, there's something that we do, the client relationships. It's, it's giving back. It's, it's giving back in more ways than just gifting stuff to people. We do community events. We have a um, yearly calendar that we put out. And again, some of these things are just rolling in in the last year because I didn't hire a full-time assistant until two and a half years ago when Chelsea, who's now my Vermont and New Hampshire buyer specialist, she just got licensed in New Hampshire, like the last couple of weeks surprised me with it. So that was awesome. And, um, so I hired her two and a half years ago, which is how I said that I think every agent should get started. You need to find somebody who's a top agent who's probably looking to expand or is getting to the point where they need some help. And from what I've learned, anytime you're doing 30 plus transactions a year, you should be having an assistant. I had zero clue about that. Again, that's topic three. But There, 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 um, there it is. I'm going to stop you there for one second because now this is a theme for anybody who's listening. If you ever heard of our podcast, this is, I think... I know at least the second time because it fairly recently go back a few episodes. 30 has been the number by multiple high producing agents where you should be looking at, at adding an assistant or somebody else to your team to give you a little bit more of your time back to do more. That's so weird though when it's multiple people who are high producers go back and they go about 30. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's weird because it's like, I, you don't well, know each other, different states, different people. It's weird, it's but like, I have a feeling there's a theme to the to the top producers, and that's that we're, a lot of us get real estate coaching, which is topic number three. Um, so, but but absolutely. <laughs> um, it's, um, so, I hired Chelsea as my um, assistant. She started, she was still a paraeducator at one of the local schools. That She carried the benefits for her family, so I needed to make sure she was getting paid. If I was going to get her on full time, I needed to make sure that I was going to be paying her. I also incentivized her a bit. She did great her first year. It was COVID. COVID just hit. She'd been with me less than six months and COVID hits. And we are balls to the wall, busy, 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 like can't even see straight. Where I'm turning down buyers left and right. I'm not meaning to let them go by the wayside, but we can't even keep up at that point. See, and- I, I think your strategy is very, very, very good from the point of if more people came into the industry the way you came into the industry or your buyer's assistant, we will have a lot more stickiness for year two and year three. I think people, people dive in balls deep. They've never ran a business. They never, they never had an income that's highly volatile where one month you can make 10 grand or 30 grand and they don't understand conceptually that that sometimes needs to carry them for two or three or four months. Yeah. So by having some some stability in the beginning, it allows them to really learn the foundational elements of the business as opposed to just jumping in the middle of the ocean and somebody saying, carpe diem, swim back to the shore. Yeah. A lot, a lot of them just drown. They do. And I think that that's because people aren't honest with them. I get asked all the time. Um, hey, I'm thinking about getting into real estate and I am brutally honest with my smile on my face, not in a way that I want to turn them down. If you 
I mean, trust me, I'm always looking for team members now that we're growing. Like, but I get asked the question and I say, like, you need to understand, even if you started today, we're licensed today, leave your full-time job. If you find a buyer and they make an offer, you're not closing if they're financing in our area, which is very different than both of yours, I'm sure. Our appraisers are really short. So here, so it takes us 50 to 60 days to close a deal. I know, I know. It's a pain in the tail. It's, a, it's So it also makes it so that we have to service for a lot longer. So just to keep that in perspective. Um, so um, you're going to be two months before you make a check. And that's very hard for people to understand. Like they, they know it's commission-based, but they don't really realize how long it's going to take. And that's if you were handed somebody on the first day you walked through the door. And, they and we both know that nine out of 10 agents don't, don't have that no. blessing per se, yeah. right? Yeah. They're like, going to go out and sell real estate. Three months go by, this thing doesn't work. Six months go by, they're coming into their last dollars. Nine months go by, they're pretty much depleted everything. And now they're super leveraged and in debt. And they're- I don't, I don't even know. I on. honestly don't know how people do it. The, the, um, my newest team member um, started with KW this year. Um, in 2021, she had just moved here from Utah and she started with KW. I happened to meet her at a KW event, um, like a, they had just done a um, agent relations um, get together barbecue. It was fantastic. Um, one of our guys, one of the um, co-owners of the KW in um, Burlington um, smokes a mean brisket and he loves barbecue. So he did this awesome backyard barbecue thing for us, which I can still taste it. So that it was that good. And I remember meeting her and she was talking about how she wanted to get on a team because she was new to the area. So now she's double edged sword on this. Like she's not only she's a new agent, but she's new to the area. How do you, you don't know anybody. So there is no sphere of influence that's, that's going to happen. I mean, yes, she may get one buyer that comes from Utah where she was from that decides to move out here, but I don't think it's happened yet. And so we didn't have room for her at the time. I had somebody else who I eventually let go this past, um, just in the last month, month and a half, because she wasn't team oriented and team, as I said before, huge for me. You have got to be a team player. Anything that I drop into your mouth, like the little mama bird that I am, I want you to be super excited about and to roll with it. So, so anyway, so that being said, we eventually grabbed her onto our team and, and now just listening to her and, you know, and again, what she's trying to do. It's going to be so much better. She's going to have a fantastic year. Um, a really good buyer's agent should do 24 transactions in a year. And that's her goal. And I'm pretty sure that she's going to surpass that. So when it comes to client relationships and relationship building, what kind of tips and tricks and blueprint are you giving her in order to produce that type of volume? So we are, I mean, we're going to be starting because she literally just came on my team in the last three weeks. We start January 1, our um, full onboarding process. But what we um, have shown her a taste of is our community outreach. And that's community, um, not just, again, the town that I live in, and we're not just going to do the town that she lives in. We do community outreach to all of the towns that I market in. And by marketing, I, I do mean where my... Um, my Zillow advertising goes, 
Um, you know, I do a few others, um, but that type of stuff. Wherever I'm marketing and advertising and putting the Kate & Co. out there, we try to do stuff in all of those towns. So, for example, this has been a huge one that we rolled out this year, started September. Um we wanted to get back to the teachers because COVID has been so tough. And again, we're not the first ones to do that. I didn't reinvent the wheel. I just said, what are we going to do for the teachers? We thought about doing the, um, you know, like a back to school drive for backpacks. That's actually next year. We'll do that in August. But because that was a, this is our first full year of rolling that piece out. But um the what we decided to do was to bring in a breakfast or some sort of, you know, fun treats once a month to three different schools. And next year, we'll rotate the schools. So we started with three because there were three of us before. We now have four, but um, that's why we picked three. And we picked three different ones. So we did do the town that I live in because one of my other agents lives here too. And and again, we're, we're already known there, but still, I knew that by going to that school that we'd get a lot of press. And those girls are fantastic. Every time we drop off, they're all posting on Facebook. And guess what? They all have their own set of 800 friends. So we get a lot it's of press. very strategic. That's really yeah. where you're going. You have to, it is. You have to have a few of those things that you know are going to be, um, those are the money makers, right? Like even if they're not making any money, they're the ones that are going to be key for you because just them sharing it to other people, you never know. That's why I love Facebook and Instagram because there's so everybody's got their own sphere of influence with their it's own consistency. Yeah. Three so schools people, every yeah, month. Every month. They're dropping it off. They're posting about they it. They're it. raving about you guys. They and do. it's not like, hey, do business with these guys. No, it's like, a, hey, thank you for Kate and Co. and the rest of the team for probably dropping off. I don't know. $100 worth of dunking or something along those lines, which isn't it's, that's it. super exactly. crazy. Well, and we also try to partner with the local bakeries and stuff in those towns. So not only are we doing it with somebody like where, you know, I'm going to spend the money. So I don't just have to go might as well to, support local business yes. as opposed to, you know, yes. a franchise. So we do the community outreach things. And that is, you know, again, we are giving back to the schools, but every single month we have not only a team building event, which goes for my Kate and co team, my girls, but we also do something that is going to benefit the community in some way. And I actually love what we did in November. And so I want to mention this. So maybe because the one thing that I have learned over the years is you take little tidbits from each other. And that's what we're doing right here on this elite podcast is taking little tidbits. So if you can grab one thing and go, oh, I love that they did that. Great. Do it. Awesome. And if it's not for you, maybe you spiral off and say, okay, I could take, I could do something different. So instead of giving to food shelves in um, November for Thanksgiving, what we did was we wanted to give to our older community, our um, nursing homes and private care facilities. So we picked a bunch of different ones. I think we did five, again, in different towns. The strategic part of this is I picked the really high-end ones <laughs> that were in the towns that I want to be in, a couple of them. A couple of them we did because I know one of the care facility owners, or excuse me, he's um, like the general manager. And so I know him. And so we did his, but I picked a couple that were a little bit more high-end because guess what, guys? So this is the real estate tip for this is a lot of people go to these assisted living places where it's supposed to be short-term. And it becomes long-term and now they yeah. need to sell their home. Guess what? They don't always know somebody and neither do the nurses 
But if you start to be in front of them, so you love it. You guys love it. We, we love it because if you go back through our podcast again, not to plug our own podcast, but like I said, there's success leaves tips. This yeah. is probably, or clues, this is probably the fifth or sixth time somebody said what you're sharing about being strategic with retirement communities and then not having a quote unquote preferred vendor or realtor or somebody that they just trust to take care of their clients who need to sell their house because the three months that they thought they had left turned into three years. I know. I know. And it's, and so the, it's, um, so the, we have to always be, we, we put out that, that calendar of events is a marketing calendar. Okay. So, but by marketing, I said, I wanted to be the knowledge agent. I wanted to create client relationships. So all these things come down to how do you give back to the community? Because that's what matters. You need to be involved so that people see you and these are the ways. So we, what we did is we picked those five and we delivered eight loaves of bread to each of those, um, facilities. And we did banana. We did, um, I think, uh, what was that? It was banana, blueberry, whatever it was, the, the different pumpkin, and then one other one. And they were nicely packaged, really pretty wrapped. Like it was, there was no like, you know, half-ass in this. It was like, they were really, really pretty. We had spoken to them all before. So they knew we were coming. You know, a lot of them are still, you can't come in and whatever. Um, actually, I think I think all but one we could actually go into just to set it down and be, but, you know, we told them they could freeze it, but it was for the staff. It was for, I said, roll it out all this. You know, we did it like the week before Thanksgiving, you know, like roll it out this week before Thanksgiving, you know, you know, and we knew that they'd be doing dinners for these folks that don't have family or, you know, or if you need it, I, you know, we had little notes that went with it and whatnot, but they were overjoyed. The nurses that it always was a nursing staff or someone right at the front desk that met us, obviously, but we put um, my assistant, she's amazing. She put together this great flyer, which we do a monthly flyer anyways, that goes out to some of our farming areas. And we put it around at some, you know, just like your typical um, brochure type of thing. But it's the Kate and Co keeping you in the know again, right? So we're keeping you in the know. So she tailored it to an older clientele, things that they might enjoy, um, you know, just some different things with that. So um, okay, know your audience, know yeah. your branding and let yeah. the brand speak through the audience that you're speaking to, to really effectively and efficiently, efficiently communicate the message that you're trying to put out. So since then, I have not only have I received messages from some nurses that people that I didn't know worked at those facilities, but I also received, um, I had, I can't say that it's a full on pickup from this, but it wasn't necessarily the point. It was the point was putting ourselves out there. But I did have somebody whose mom is at one of those things who did say they eventually in the next couple of years will be selling her house. And she just loved what I did. And so she wants to make sure that we, that, that I get called. I, so. I think the big thing that you're doing this is you're not doing this with the intention of doing it to actually get business because you genuinely care. You're, you're, you're unconditionally giving and in return, you get blessed with the opportunities because the intention is it now don't get me wrong for everybody listening it is strategic and it is in proximity to where you want to focus so there's some thought put into this 
but you're not going in there saying, ooh, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and I'm going to get ABC. You're like, hey, I'm going to contribute, and I'm going to continue contributing. And eventually, I know that the law of reciprocity will kick in, and I will be blessed in return, aka karma, uh, that when you, put, when you do enough good out in this world, you're going to just get it back. Yep. Just absolutely. I'm a big, uh, I'm all about what you throw out into the universe is going to boomerang back to you. So I'm not putting out anything negative. It is all positive. In fact, we start every team meeting with Kate and Co. Wednesdays is our team meeting day. We start every single one. Um, we do a gratitude moment and I, I want to hear it. Whatever your gratitude is, whether it's simple that you are happy that you are, your hands are warm because you have heat. I don't care. Um, you know, I, I just want to hear something. And, and we take that moment. We do not skip it. And the next thing we do is what does team stand for? And, um, and that is teachable, empowered, achieving, and mindful for us. That's what my acronym for team is. And it's important. And, and, and honestly, Amber, my assistant says, basically, let's have a moment of silence for team. Like <laughs> she's like every time. And we, we do, we like sit there and you think like, are you doing those things? So that's, so that's how we are creating the client relationships whether they are clients of ours from the past or if they're present clients or if we hope that they're going to become clients. Oh, and by the way, if you're interested in gaining access to our course and coaching programs, then head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com.